Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high-yo silver, the Lone Ranger. of the plains led the fight for law and order in the western United States, but justice meant more to him than the letter of the law. Confidence men, as well as criminals, learned to respect his resourcefulness, and many honest ranchers were indebted to him for protecting their savings and their property. Return with us now to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. mounted beside a large circular rock in whose hollow center water had collected from the rains. The men were well dressed, and if it had not been for the expression of cunning that marked their features, they might have been mistaken for prosperous businessmen. The tallest of the group gave a curt order. Ben, fill the canteen. Sure, Nick. Yes? Yeah? We've got to decide what to do and decide in a hurry. This is our last opportunity. We don't reach water again Maysville. You figure Mark Loomis is still on our trail? Yeah, we can take that for granted. Nick. Well, Deke? If you figure Loomis is following, why don't we hide the horses and wait for him here? We couldn't find a better place. We got water enough and there's plenty of cover. 
We could nail him before his suspicion we was in a hundred miles. Well, Loomis must be about 12 hours behind us. Sure, and if we do... Unless we get to Maysville when we plant, old Stoke will be gone. And if he is, so all about $5,000. Exactly. Gone? But he's got a ranch there, ain't he? Yeah, Deke, but he's supposed to be leaving for Denver real soon. If we can catch him before he takes a stage, he'll likely put off the trip. Otherwise, we're clean out of luck. Then in that case, let's go on. And if Loomis reaches Maysville in time to tell the law how we swindled him out of $5,000... Gosh, yes. <laughs> Forget that, Deke? Gosh, I guess I did. Yeah, the way I got it figured is this. If we lay for Loomis, then we miss Stoke. But if we go on and Loomis shows up before we can put this deal through, then we find ourselves in jail. It makes it kind of hard to decide. You go no further until we do. Hey, finish that, Ben. Just fill in this last one. That ought to be enough water to get us to where Water? I've got it. Nick, I've got it. Hmm? It's just the one thing we can do. And it's as easy as rolling off a log. Well? How much water did we have left when we got here? We didn't have none. Just so. And how much water is Loomis likely to have when he gets here? Yeah. Get on with the gas. Don't you see it, Nick, don't you? There's no more water to be had till about ten miles this side of Maysville. If Loomis is out of water when he reaches here, and if it just so happens that this water is gone... How is he going to get that far? How is he? Guess you've hit it. We empty out this pool? Sure, why not? Splash it out the sides where it'll run into the ground. We got enough for ourselves. Somebody else might come along and find him. How often does anybody take this trail? Not once in a coon's age. Anyone else would like to be in as bad a fix as him. Men, this is better than an ambush. And nothing to show it was done a purpose. <laughs> Gents, maybe I ain't as smart as Nick here, but there's times I get notions that ain't half bad. Come on, get busy. What are we waiting for? The following morning, two horsemen rode toward the rock. One was a famous lone ranger, and his companion was his faithful Indian friend, Tonto. The masked man pointed ahead and... We should find water there, Kimasabi. Not right. It's not a spring, but one of those rocks usually collects enough water when it rains to last quite a while. We got water. Enough if we don't find more ahead, but it'll be a close thing. Uh Uh-huh. Wait. Isn't that someone there? Uh Ah, there, Femmer. He must be the man whose trail we noticed. He was several hours ahead of us, though. I wonder why he hasn't gone on. Maybe he make camp there. Perhaps. Where? Him horse. He's afoot. His horse must be tethered behind the rocks. Come on, Tonto. He's waving to us. Get him up, Scout. Come on, Silver. Hi there. Hi. Come on, old fellow. Get him up, Scout. Get him up. You fellas got water with you? Hey, what's the matter? Oh, Silver. Oh, oh Scout. Scout. Oh. Water. Oh, Scout. You got water? <laughs> the pool's empty. Oh, not bad. I just got to have water, stranger. Give him some from your canteen, Tonto. Ah. Uh-huh. So where's your horse, friend? He got away during the night. You're stranded here? Yeah. Thanks, engine. Not all right. Then take it easy, fella. Oh. Another swallow? Try to hold it in your mouth for a moment. Yeah. Now, well, there's something here that needs explaining. Ah. Look there. That's what I noticed. Huh? What'd you see? Look at the ground at the base of this rock, where it isn't struck by the sun. It's still damp. Long time, no rain. Yeah. You mean... That when all the water is evaporated from this pool, the ground round about should be baked dry. It isn't. I don't savvy. I'm not sure I understand it either. But I do know the ground shouldn't be damp now. You, you don't think... Think what? Think the skunks I was following. They wouldn't be low enough to empty this pool of purpose, would they? You were trailing someone? Four fellas. 
They dug me out of every dollar I had in the world. Uh, how? Who was it? They... They... Oh. He's fainted. Oh. He's in worse condition than I thought. Here, help me revive the fellow. Then we'll get his story. Skilled first aid of the Lone Ranger and Tonto soon brought the young man around again, and he told his story in answer to the Lone Ranger's questions. When he had finished, that's a clever scheme they have. I ain't the only fellow to fall for it. That one, the one they call Mick, such a smooth talker, he'd make almost anybody fall for his line. And they're headed for Maysville, huh? Before they cleared out of my district, I, I heard they was asking questions about a rancher there named Eben Stoke. Just as sure as shooting, they're going to try out the same scheme on him. Now, I've heard of Stoke. He's quite well off. Then he's the kind they'd pick on. Maybe we can do something about that. If you wouldn't mind riding double, we could push on. It's not as easy as that, I'm afraid. Huh? You don't seem to realize the situation we're in. Tyler and I are used to emergencies and try to guard against them. That's why we happened to have water with us when we reached here. Then you think... But even with that, it would have been a hard trip to the next water. Three of us could never make it. I shouldn't have asked. I just wasn't thinking... You and Tano right on. I'll try to hold out. When you get to water, maybe... Maybe you can send somebody back. No, Mark. You're in bad shape. But I can't Two see... of us can make it. Three can't. Especially if one of the horses has to carry double. Well, what can we do? Tano will ride Silver. You can ride Tano's mouth. I'll remain here. Tano will get you to a doctor, then pack water back. I'll make out. No, you can't You'll do... do as I decide. Me stay. You go. No, Tano. You not go... Tonto not go. And Mark? Do you think Mark's in any shape to reach town alone, Kimasabi? Then you go. No. Me not. Tonto. Uh-huh. You mean well, good friend. But it has to be the way I say. As long as I give the orders, I must accept the responsibility. Get Mark to town. I'll trust you to get back here as quickly as possible. I know you won't fail me. I don't like We're it. We're wasting time. The longer we hesitate, the sooner our water will be exhausted. Get to the saddle, both of you. I stay here. <laughs> It was three days later, Eben Stoke postponing his trip to Denver because of what he thought to be an unexpected opportunity to make money, had just completed a survey of his property in the company of two well-dressed strangers. They reined in before Eben's ranch house. Come on inside, gents, and we'll talk this over. Sure. Thank you. You really think my place about what you're going to want? Ain't much doubt of it, Mr. Stoke. Of course, we ain't got the right to buy your place outright. Uh-huh. Just step in. Yeah, thank you. There's chairs. Make yourself to home. Thank you, sir. Jenny! Where are you, Jenny? Come here. Oh, hello. Hello, Howdy, Mr. Stone. Mr. Stone. Jenny, guess what? You're going to buy it? Looks as if. Ain't that so, gents? <laughs> I think you can figure on it, Mr. Stoke. He'll know in a month for sure. Oh, a month. Well, you see, ma'am, me and Gus here were just sent out to have a look-see. We make our report to the company, and then they decide whether it sounds good enough or not. <laughs> but uh, you don't need to worry, none. If there ain't oil under this year land, then I never seen the place where there was. Well, I... We were sort of hoping we could go back east to live. Ma'am, and... you'll be going back in style. <laughs> don't you worry, none at all. My dad'll be fine. You? You will want us to promise to wait a month, then, before we try to sell to anybody else? <laughs> We're businessmen, Mr. Stoke. Uh-huh. And our company ain't the only company looking for oil land. No, sirree. We've had trouble before with promises when somebody else come along and offered more just to beat us out. 
No. We'll have to be sure that we got a month to decide in, Mr. Stokes. Sure? Just so. Now, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll make it all legal and binding. We'll pay you, well, uh, hmm, let's say a dollar an acre on your holdings. That's for the right to take a month for deciding. If at the end of the month the company says they don't want to buy, why, <laughs> all that cash is yours anyhow. But if we do buy, then what we give you now applies in the full price. That fair enough? Why, it sounds all right. And, and we don't have to give back what you're paying us now if you don't buy. Not a penny of it, ma'am. My, we sure can't lose out that way. <laughs> of course you can't. And it protects us, too, don't you see? It's fair to both parties. And if you do buy, you pay $30 an acre. Right. Oh, isn't mm. that an awful... What? Oh, ma'am. <laughs> it ain't for farming or raising cattle that we want your place. It's for oil. If we knew for sure there was oil underneath here, well, then you could get even more. But for buying on speculation, well, $30 ain't a bad price at all. And when will you pay us? The dollar an acre? <laughs> right now, if it's agreed. It all right with you, Jenny? Well, I ain't again it if you ain't, Eben. Seems real fair to me. Then we can do business, mister. Now, if you uh, just... Hmm. I uh, got to speak private with you a second. Would you excuse us for just a moment, folks? Why, sure. Certainly. What's the matter? Look through the window there up the trail. That umbra riding alongside the engine... Mark Lomas. Alive. And heading for town. You know what that means if he ever reaches the law. Come on. Folks, uh, I'm sorry. We, we'll have to settle this later on. Uh, Deke here just thought of something I was forgetting. Something that can't be put off. Oh, now, that's too bad. But you will be back. Just as soon as we finish what we have to do. Come on, Gus. Hurry. Tonto and young Loomis, unaware they had been seen, cut from the trail and reined up at the spring. When they'd fill their canteens... Now, you get back to the mask man, Tonto. I... Oh, every time I think of him waiting there with just a little bit of water he let us give him, I feel like a low-down dog. Uh, me go. You get doctor all right. Sure. All I need is just a little rest. Uh-huh. I'll never forget this, Tonto. What you and your part done for me. I'd have been a goner for sure if you folks hadn't come along. Not all right. Here, Scout. Uh, take both horses with you. There's a ranch house just over the hill. I can walk that far. Most likely get the lend of a horse for as far as town. Uh, hey, get up. What the heck? Take a move and it'll be your last one. It's you fellas, the skunks that cheated me. Here, watch out for the horse. Get him up, Silver. The white horse is getting away. The place is with him. I got the engine. You keep a watch on Mark there. What do you want? What are you going to do with us? Do? We're going to do what we should have done before. Close your mouth so you can't spoil our game. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. Nick and Ben had found a well-hidden spot, convenient both to Maysville and to the Stoke Ranch, and they made camp and kept out of sight. It was there that Deke and Gus brought their two prisoners. Pass oh, 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 oh. the Ben. They've cut Loomis. What in blazes? Get down. You too, Injun. Now what do you figure to do? That's for Nick to say. Where'd you find him? Who's the redskin? It was just lucky for us we did see him, Nick. They was coming up the trail when Deke sighted him from Stokes' place. They headed for the spring and we sneaked up on him and caught him there. I don't know who the engine is. Who are you? Me named Tonto. You must have found Loomis by the pool there and brought him on in. Yeah, and there's a masked Keep fellow. still. Oh, sorry, Tonto. What was you going to say? Nothing. Why? I'll you... take care of this, Deke. You shouldn't have come here, Gus. I told you we'd stay separated until this day was put through. We're seen together and old Stoke hears of it. He's not so foolish that he can't add two and two. We couldn't take him back to the hotel with us, could we? What else was we to do? No one saw you come here? Yeah, we knew enough to watch out for that. Yeah, perhaps it doesn't matter then. What'll we do? Finish him off? No need for it as long as we have him where they can't do any harm. Oh, Ben. Yeah? You and Deke tie him up. Deke can keep him covered while you handle the robes. All right, get to it, Deke. Sure, Nick. Get along, you fellas. Uh, you dirty crooks. You pay for this. Just uh, see if you know. And keep him quiet. Right. Yeah, that's not You'll watch him? Yeah, for the present. What's the use of murder? We're not staying around when this deal's finished anyhow. How far along have you got this stove? <laughs> we was just getting ready to make out the papers and give him the cash when Deke seen them fellas. We can go back and finish him up tonight. And return to your hotel and stay there. Mm-hmm. Now, ben and I wait about three days before we call on Stoke. We don't want to follow so close. It'll look suspicious. Sure not. In about uh, 24 hours after that, Gus, we should leave this part of the country considerably richer. In the meantime, Silver, who had escaped when Tonto and Loomis were captured at the spring, had only one thought in mind, to return to the place where he had last seen his master. Alone and riderless, he had set himself to retrace the trail over which he had carried Tonto... Night and day, he kept up a steady pace, and finally he arrived at the cluster of rocks. Beside them, a masked man, outstretched and unconscious, lay upon the ground. The great stallion gave a shrill whinny and leaped forward, his hooves striking sparks from the flinty ground. He whirled to a stop beside his master's body, whinnied loudly for attention, redoubled his efforts when he saw he was not heard. He bent his powerful neck, pushing at the masked man with his muzzle nipping him gently with his strong teeth. There was no answer until... Silver. Silver, old fellow. Stand. Stand still, boy. Hold still. Get to my feet. Water. The canteens. You brought water, old fellow. Wait, boy. Wait. While the masked man revived himself with water from the canteens placed in silver saddlebags by Tonto, Nick and his companions were carrying out their scheme. Several days later, old Eben and his wife, Jenny, were listening in bewilderment as Nick talked to them. Mr. Stoke, do you really mean to say that you've agreed to sell your property for $30 an acre? Why, it seemed a fair enough price. Ridiculous. For oil land? Why, you should have asked $100 more at the very least. Now listen to me. In the name of the company I represent, I'm prepared to offer you $150 an acre for every acre of land you own. Now, what do you think of that? Will you do business with us? But, uh, 
But we can't. Why not, Miss Doge? Well, you see, mister, those other fellows give us a dollar an acre just to promise not to sell for a month. So there's nothing we can do. Unless maybe they decide not to buy. Then, of course... I'm sorry. If, uh, if I could buy within the next week, my offer would hold good. However, a month from now would be too late. I... I don't know what we could do. Oh, Eben, just think of missing out on all that cash. It's a shame, Jenny. You people have my sympathy. Nevertheless, I... Look here, Nick. Well, Ben... I know what they could do. Yes? I've seen them fellas they're telling about. They're staying at the hotel in town. Whatever. If they went to them fellas and give back the money they got, wouldn't that free them from their promise? Nonsense. That would be just the same as calling the whole deal off. Why would they do that? All right, look at it this way. Them fellas paid a dollar an acre down for Mr. Stokes' promise. What if Mr. Stoke went to them and offered two and three dollars to call off the deal? Wouldn't that give them a nice profit right here without no risk? Don't you think they wouldn't jump at the chance? Yeah. But, but that'd mean giving them two or three times what they give us. That, that would be nothing compared to the difference between $30 and $150 an acre, however. He's right, Jenny. Why, why if we do what they say, it'll be like spending about 5000 to make a couple of hundred thousand. Jenny, just think what we could do back east with a couple of hundred thousand dollars in our pocket, eh? <laughs> just think of it. It'd be right fine, Evan. Yeah, Ben's suggestion is the only course I can suggest, Mr. Stoke. Of course, it's uh, up to you. Jenny, get my coat and hat. Huh? Get a move on, Jenny. I'm riding to town. If them fellows we talk to are still there, I'm going to get that paper back that we signed if it takes every penny we got to do it. Nick and Ben... Returning to their camp, chuckled to themselves. <laughs> Nick, they fell for it hook, line, and sinker. I'll bet we can pull stakes before morning. Yeah, the fools. I guess and Deke should be able to hold Stoke up for it even more than we planned on if they play the cards right. <laughs> I'd like to see the looks on the face of them folks when they finally get it through their heads. We ain't coming back. <laughs> them spending their cash to get Gus to let them off their promise. And then find out nobody wants to buy that doggone ranch. I wouldn't hanker to be around old Aben when he sees how he got tricked. <laughs> Remember when they first suggested this scheme? Remember how the rest of you claimed it wouldn't work? Shucks, we never had no notion what idiots folks could be when they seen a chance to make a profit. That's one thing to keep in mind, Ben. The shrewdest men lose their judgment when they offer easy money. Uh-huh. Not one in ten takes the time to investigate. Yes, lucky for us they don't. If they did, you and I'd have to go to work. <laughs> or jail. <laughs> <laughs> There's Loomis and the engine. What do we do with them? You ain't turning them loose when we break camp, are you? Yeah, we'll leave them as they are. Someone will find them. And if they aren't found, well, it doesn't matter a great deal. <laughs> to us. That boy. boy. Whoa, whoa. I hope Stokes seen through your crooked scheme. I hope your crooks got pulled for once. <laughs> Well, thanks, Lewis, but I'm afraid we'll have to disappoint you. He's going to town to buy off Gus and Deke already. Someday you side whiners will get caught. And when you do, I hope you go to jail for life. <laughs> you don't like us much, do you? What do you got to say, Injun? You'll get caught all right. Yeah? We've done all right so far. I doubt we'll have any trouble in the future. You'll get caught. No! Huh? By me. By the mask. Don't slap, leather. Why, you... Or would you rather shoot it out? That frog! Oh, don't shoot Keep your hands from those guns. Where'd you come from, stranger? How'd you get here? How'd you find us? Silver found me, and I found the canteens you'd put in my saddlebags. But how'd you know I remembered it... what you told me about Evan Stoke. I headed there, picked up the trail of these fellows, and followed. And lucky for us, you did. You blasted... Quiet. Untie those ropes, quick. Listen, friend. Well? These fellows have already worked their scheme. 
Stokes on his way to town. If he ain't stopped, he'll likely pay them other two crooks all the cash he's got. You sure of that? These polecats just got through boasting about it. Tonto, you run, Ty. Take their gun. Uh, you... Make a move and I'll blast you. Got them, Tonto? Um, you got them. Here, Silver. Now what do? I'm riding to town before Evan loses his money. When Mark's untied, rope these fellows and follow as quickly as you can. Uh, Come on, Silver. Come on. Evan Stoke had stopped first at the bank, and now, with the whole of his savings in his wallet, he pounded excitedly at the door of the hotel room where Gus and Deke were staying. You, Mr. Stowe. Well, well, come on in. Want to see us about something? Howdy. What's on your mind? I want back that paper I signed. Oh, here now. You can't ask for that. We paid you and it's all legal and everything. I'll give you back your cash. But we want your land. What's the matter? What's come up? Ain't none of your business what's come up. I'm here to get back my promise, and I'm willing to pay for it. Oh, but wait a minute now. You and know, if you... you won't give it back for the return of what you paid me, I'll I'll give you some extra. Mm, you sound mighty serious. I want that paper. And you'll pay extra for it? Within reason. No, I reckon we better not. It's all signed, and you gave your promise willing, so I don't see why we should let you off it. You gave me $2,000. Mm-hmm. I'll give you 3000 <laughs> Shucks, don't you think the chance to buy your place is worth more than 1000 to us? We're going to take... 4000 That would only give us 2000 profit. We couldn't do it. I'll give you 5000 Nope. But you've got to sell it back to me. you just got to. Look here, Mr. Stoke. Me and Deke ain't unreasonable fellas, but at the same time, we ain't blind. I know why you're doing this. Somebody's offered you the chance of getting more than our company pay if they bought now, ain't that so? Why, I, uh... <laughs> you don't have to admit it. It's plain enough to see. Now, I'll tell you how it is with us. The company we're working for just hires us for wages. If they get a good piece of property like yours, dirt cheap, well, it ain't nothing in our pocket. Why, what? What do you mean? How much cash you got, uh, all told in that there wallet? Why, uh... Better tell the truth, mister, if you aim to make a deal. For, um, 10000 Good enough. Keep your mouth closed so we don't get in trouble. Give us what you got there, and we'll tear up the paper you signed. We'll tell the company that it wasn't made out legal. You, you protested it, and, and there wasn't nothing we could do. Is that all right? Here's the money. What's that? Oh, oh man, man, man. man, stand back. Evan, put that money back in your pocket. Why, what? Just wait. Here we are. You don't leave this room until the sheriff gets here. I'm here right now. What's this mean, stranger, busting in here like this? You put now, up your moment. gun. Will you? These fellas are swindlers. They've been working with two other men to put their scheme across. Evan, you were offered a large sum of money if you got back that paper promising these men the right to buy your property within 30 days. How'd you know that? It's an old trick, Evan, and a clever one. When you'd given these fellows all your money, that's the last you'd have seen of any of them. No oil company really wants your property. There was just one thing wanted, your savings. It's a lie. That ain't so. You can't prove a thing on us. I'll We'd... prove plenty. Your partners have already been caught. Two friends of mine are bringing them here. And one of those two friends is Mark Loomis, who can testify that you already swindled him the same way. Is that the truth, stranger? You'll soon see for yourself. There's some fellas coming now. Let them through. In here. Here, fellas. Sheriff, these four men not only swindled Mark Loomis here and attempted to swindle Evan, but they tried to kill Mark when they knew he was on their trail. This is an outrage. You shut can... up. You can testify again, mister? That's what I trailed him for. Just to see him sent to jail where they belong. Then the whole pack and parcel of them are under arrest. Sure, if you have no right. I'm the law here, and I've got all the right I need. You'll have your chances to clear yourself, and if you don't, you'll get your needings. Then, then the masked man saved me from making a fool of myself. Where'd he go? What? I'll see you.
The mask hombre's gone, but you skunks are staying. On your way, the jail's just down the street. The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.